0: Hi, welcome to the Refuge House Church Podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Here here at the Refuge House, we help people discover their God-given uniqueness through the teaching of God's Word so that they can be empowered to make a difference and impact their world for Christ. So here's what we need you to do. We need you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pens, and then get ready for a powerful message and see what God is going to do. I believe that there are people in your life that probably need this message, so go ahead and share this to them and invite them to be a part of what God is doing today. Thank you and enjoy this week's message. The bad things that the devil do in people's life. The only reason Satan is doing it is that my people are destroyed. For what? Who is responsible for lack of knowledge? Satan. My people. Is that not true? Isaiah 5.30 says my people have gone into captivity because they have what? No knowledge. So ignorance, you are guilty of ignorance because ignorance is a choice. To know is a choice and to be ignorant is what? knowledge is available the word of god is there my books are there information is everywhere so if you are ignorant in your spiritual life it's not because the devil is very powerful or there's some special principalities especially the one from a village they are very wicked no demons are demons everywhere do you understand that there's no white demon there's no black demon there's no african demon there's no european demon there's no american demon demons are demons do you understand what i'm saying they are all the same but if you understand your position in christ you are masters over them say amen They are the ones that are afraid of you. Just because you're ignorant, that's why you don't know. God made a praise for the spirit of heaviness. Look at all the counter. Ashes to slap beauty. Ashes speaks of regrets and shame. To cover the beauty of God's joy in your life. instead of you to be rejoicing just remind you of some shameful things, mistakes that you have made. and and some bad things that have happened to you satan wants to use them to smear ashes on you cover your beauty no somebody say no more no more no more somebody say no more look at what it says it says the oil of joy from the government of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of war righteousness that i call this the portrait you know what a portrait is like a picture god has a portrait of success for you and i when god looks at you there are two words that describes god's picture In his mind for you and me. He says we are called trees of what? Righteousness and what? The planting. Are you paying attention? I thought you were going to be looking at your Bible. The uh, uh, tree of righteousness and the planting of the Lord. Watch this. Watch this. That he might be glorified. Glory to God. In other words, the joyful life is a glorified life. When you're joyful, God is glorified in your life because His goodness flows. Did you hear what I said? Can I tell you this? Nobody has the right to hold your life to ransom. You get, the reason you think you owe people is because you, you sold yourself free of charge. Your father is more than enough to take care of you. Did you hear what I said? Nobody should do shakara for you because your father is the owner of the heavens and the earth. Did you hear what I said? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because you don't know, that's, that's why you are, you're worried about that. When the person you thought will help you will not help you, you think life as... Sometimes God will allow some rejection to make you realize that he's your all in all. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say, I've got a loving father. I have a very big God, oh, who is always by my side. Hallelujah. I have a loving good God, oh, who is always by my side. A loving good God by my side. So sometimes you remind yourself. Do you know when you are joyful? Two things happen to Satan. Number one, he becomes confused. Number two, it becomes difficult to manipulate. That's why it doesn't want you to have. It. When you are worried, you become predictable and it becomes easy for him to manipulate things around you to confuse you don't give him that pleasure say amen Amen. now Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3 is a redemptive listen it's a prophecy about Jesus redemptive work to restore man back to the place where God will be glorified in your life can I say this to you the reason you are saved is so that God can be glorified in your life say amen Amen. say I'm born again so that Jesus might be glorified in my life. That's what the Bible says. Christ in you is the hope of glory. That word hope means expectation of glory. So you are saved to live a glorified life. Jesus acknowledged this prophecy in Luke 4 18 and fulfilled it by making available to humanity what is called the gospel. Somebody say the gospel. Say the gospel what is gospel? The good news of Jesus and what he has done for man. Say amen. amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, glory, 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 glory. Now, quickly, the reason there is mourning in Zion, you might wonder, where is the mourning coming from? Because when God made the world, he didn't give man a reason to mourn. Did he do that? Genesis 1, 31 says, and and god saw everything that he made he was what very good so when he handed over to man he handed over very good to man is that not true so everything that came after that and outside that didn't come from god it came from the choices man made but the good news is that because of christ you can make life choices say amen are you hearing what i'm saying When you make life choices, it means you're making choices that are based on the good news of Jesus and what he has done. The reason redemption is good news is because it gives man the opportunity to make good choices. Say amen. Amen. You don't have to accept the situation and the circumstances in your life anymore. Say amen. Amen. Whether your father knows anybody or knows the president of US or knows the governor of your state or knows the local government chairman, it's immaterial. Once you're born again, you are now a son of God. Is that not good news? Glory to God. Say I'm a son of God. Alright, so the reason there is mourning in Zion is because when Adam fell, Satan introduced instability into the emotion of man. When God made man, he gave man three abilities, so that his spirit can walk with in the earth. God gave man the ability to think. Everybody say the ability to think. In order for you to do that, he gave you a mind. Is that not so? God also gave man the ability to feel. Tell your neighbor, say you can feel. Say to feel is from God. He gave you a faculty known as emotion. So your ability to feel, it's called emotion. Then he also gave you the ability to choose or the independence of choice known as a will. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But when Adam fell and missed God, an emotional stability was introduced into man. This emotional stability made man experience one word that describes all the emotional woes people go through. It's called sorrow. Everybody say sorrow. Sorrow. You know what sorrow means? Very simple. The word sorrow means to be distressed or discouraged. You do hear what I say? When someone is sorrowful, the person is discouraged or distressed. Distress is when you are in a crisis. When you say something is in distress, it means the thing is in crisis. Is that not so? It is not functioning according to design specification. Things are not working the way they should work. So you say it's in distress. When you say a country is in distress, it means the country is not functioning the way it was designed to function. If you say your car is in distress, you know that kind of car that you have to lay hands on? Eh? The name of Jesus, or those kind of generators. Father God, I pray today, as I put on this generator, it will start with that problem. In the name of Jesus. You know, that's a distress generator. You're using prayer to manage it. All right? So when man fell, man was distressed. Man became emotionally distressed or discouraged or what you call discouragement. Everybody say discouragement. Yeah. And that's where mourning comes from. The enemy introduced the arrow of discouragement into man in order to corrupt the joy flow in man's heart. Am I making any sense here? Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you hear words like ashes, those are sorrow, emotional discouragement that are arrowed to produce that state in your heart. When you hear um, the oil of joy for mourning, and ashes, for beauty, garment of praise, for the spirit of heaviness, if you study the Bible carefully, there is one word that describes sorrow very well. It's called heaviness. When people are sorrowed, they feel heavy. That word heavy means to be depressed. You you hear what I said? Yes, are you still with me? Yes, Hello. Which brings me to what is the spirit of heaviness. I told you, please hear me. Every negative state in man is produced and supervised by the devil. Because when God created man, he gave man only opportunity for joyful emotions. Say amen. Do you understand that? God's design was for man to use his emotion to be happy all the time amen because god gave man everything that he needed and he also blessed man with a perspective of life that will keep the joy flowing all the time some of you right now the reason you are discouraged is because of the way you are thinking you are discouraged because you you knew you had one family brother sister uncle relative who is in government. And when you heard that they appointed him or they elected him, you were happy because you felt that your life would be better. That was wrong, 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 number one. Because you made him your source, not God. Did you hear what I said? And number two, are you the one that appointed him? Eh? Are you the one that put him there? What's your problem? See, that's how we... we, Satan tricks us to injure ourselves. Then you not develop bitterness. Minor, wicked people. I, I was say people they help themselves. They don't go help themselves. You're, you're you know what you've done? You not develop bitterness into your heart. And bitterness will open you up to discouragement. Because you not think that people's, your joy, you know, your joy is based on how people treat you. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Because one of the discouragement factors is when people think that you, you must be happy because of the way people treat you. Hello? Hello? Let me give you free advice. Never base your joy on how people treat you. Do you understand that? That will deliver you for life. Do you understand me? It will break the hold of discouragement in your life. Never allow how people treat you to determine your joy. Because if you do, the spirit of heaviness will come in. Can I say this? What is the spirit of heaviness? Hear this. Write this down. Number one, does heaviness is a spirit. (laughs) What did I say? The first thing you must understand. The Bible says the spirit of, so there is a spirit assigned to introduce heaviness into people's hearts. Are you hearing me? It's called the spirit of heaviness. Why the spirit of heaviness? Everything Satan introduces to man is a mindset. So write this down. Heaviness is also a mentality. A mentality means a way a person thinks about himself and about the situation around him. So when the Bible talks about the spirit of heaviness, there is a demonic spirit... Assigned with a demonic philosophy of heaviness to introduce sorrows into the heart of people. And you know the bad thing? A man can be so blessed with so many things. But because the spirit of heaviness has confused the way he's thinking, he will not even see any reason to be grateful. Not realizing that there are people who are going for all night fasting and prayer to get just one quarter of what he has. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's called the spirit of heaviness. And if you don't deal with that, it can kill you. I remember in Oweri years ago, I was told this story. That was when this um, forewarned was beginning to come up. They were still using this old, green, green phone then. So one of the very wealthy guys in Oweri was called on the phone. This happened in the 90s. And they said that they had cleared his account. I don't know who duped him. So they just called him. One of his accounts, one, not all, one. I don't know how much he had there. The moment they called him on the phone and he heard, he dropped down and died. That is not wealth. That's madness. The spirit of heaviness has convinced him that his life is his account. That's how he So, Satan will... Listen, can, can I tell you this? Don't be attached to anything. Did you hear what I said? Don't be attached to anything. Thank God for your job. Thank God for money. But don't let them occupy the center of your heart or it will set you up for discouragement or distress. So the spirit of heaviness is first of all a spirit and also heaviness is a demonic philosophy. What did I say? It is a way of thinking that convinces you that you have no reason to be joyful. That's what it is. That's what heaviness is. It's a way of thinking that does what? Convinces you that you have no reason to be what? To be joyful. Let me tell you how the spirit of heaviness works. It gives you more reason to complain, to murmur, to be unhappy than to be thankful. How you know that you are a victim of the spirit of heaviness is when you are becoming more regretful, you're becoming more ungrateful, you're no more happy, are you listening to what I'm saying? You are no more thankful. That means the spirit of heaviness has gotten to you. That's why people kill themselves in suicide. Them. The world doesn't love me anymore. The world doesn't love me anymore. Who is the world? Define the world. Who? Who is the world? Even if people betray you, the betrayer should not determine your joy. Say amen. It's normal. When, 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 let me ask you a question. When Judas betrayed Jesus, Jesus said, I will not die for the word again. I will not die. Nah, Judas betrayed me. I will not die again. Father, I changed my mind. <laughs> did he didn't do that. He didn't do that. What did he say? He even called him friend. Do you know Peter betrayed Jesus? That betrayal was a setup for discouragement for Jesus. I hope you know that. Do, do you understand for 12 people to have followed you for three and a half years... And you took some of them to pray with you on the night that you were arrested. Peter, James and John, who were supposed to be the senior guys that you have trained? The top of the top. Those are the inner guys. Because there are times Jesus wants to do something. We'll take three of them. They'll go and pray. Then, you now said, come and pray with me for one hour. The moment you just step, let's see, What are they doing? Then Jesus come after one hour. They were sleeping. What's wrong with you guys? Can't you wait for me with just one hour? I uh, God, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but he just uh, we'll pray now. Don't worry, we'll pray. This time we'll pray. Don't worry. We'll pray, we'll pray, we'll pray. Go Jesus, we'll pray. <laughs> as soon as he left, they went back to sleep again. Three times. The third time again, you know he said to them, say, go ahead, sleep. I'm learning a lot from Jesus. Hello? I'm learning a lot from him. He said, Go ahead, sleep. He said, but what you guys don't know, you had an opportunity to stand with me in the place of prayer. Say, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. And they fell. Because when they arrested Jesus in a split moment, Peter lost it, cut off somebody's ear. That could have sent him to jail. So Jesus had to quickly do damage control. He took the ear from the ground, pam, laid it on the ear of the guy, and the ear gumped back. That's to prevent Peter from going to jail. I hope you know that's why he did it. That would have messed up the whole plan. The Bible said, and they all fled. Hey! They all what? Have people abandoned you before? Sometimes Satan will look for ways to destroy good relationships in your life to set you up for the spirit of heaven. It is not about the abandoning you. It is how you choose to react when they leave you that matters. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The enemy will come and there are some people that walk and they will look as if you cannot leave again. Ah, ah, are they your God? I can't believe that he did this to me. Believe it. He did it. <laughs> he what? He did it. Or she did it. How can, how can Peter break my heart? Jesus, Peter did it to Jesus. He, did it, he didn't deny his mission even after Peter denied him. Are you hearing me? In fact, when Peter said, Master, <laughs> let me tell you. You know, Peter is very, he knows how to talk. Say, Master, if, even if everybody abandoned me, me, ma'am, I'm telling you to your face in front of all these disciples here. I will not, and the Bible said, and they all said the same thing. But I'm sure they were not sure of what they were saying. But Peter, they just, you know, you know Peter, before the cock will crow, Two times you would deny me how many times? Three. Not not once, not twice. But to tell you that I know your heart better than you. I said me dare your side. The first person that made him abandon Jesus was a small girl. Say you, I know you. You will Well, listen, me. If I know I make thunder strike me. If I know, I... make my papa when don't die completely. <laughs> <laughs> I denied flat. The Bible said, look, You thought I was joking. Read your Bible. The Bible said, He started swearing and cursing. If I noir may my ancestors kill me. I denied him flat. Then he went away again. He was doing fire. He, he didn't, Peter didn't realize he was acting according to the state of his heart. And he was like, hey, I, I said, I know no I said, I know no I know no one. But you look like I'm you. You know the see You don't know, see me where? Well. Until the third one, when he did it the third time, the clock. Even when the clock crow crewed the first time, Peter didn't hear. It was when he, when he did it the third time, and the clock crow crewed the second time. Hey. And I can imagine that Jesus just said, Shall I tell you? <laughs> hey, Peter did like this. He wept, and the Bible said he cried. He wept. That was why he went back to fishing. He felt he had disappointed Jesus discouragement the spirit of heaviness got to him because you know what the spirit of heaviness wants to do he wants you to abandon your joy write it down that's what the spirit of heaviness does he wants to use every mistake every opportunity so you can abandon your joy so you can have a reason and to you can i say this to you it is not about the issues the issue is just a camouflage what the spirit of heaviness is after is your joy did you hear what i said where is he after? Because your joy is your wealth. You thought the money was your wealth. You thought the relationship was your wealth. No, it's your joy that is the wealth. Because with joy you will draw from what? The well of salvation. Let's rise up. We'll continue in second service. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Amen. My time is up. Has somebody been blessed? Yeah. Let's, let's begin to talk to God. Let's bring out offering. Thank you for joining us today. Your generosity helps us to take this message to the ends of the earth. You can give on our website at www.therefugehc.org. So go ahead and click on the link in the description. Remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this.